Christmas. What a great time. Uh, a card shop in Ponty hit the headlines. I'm sure you might have seen it. Um, talk about scandal. Actually, a card shop in Ponty made, as far as I could see, every headline newspaper, all of the national newspapers, for a scandalous card. Mary and Joseph, baby Jesus, and across the top, it said, Mary just needs to admit she slept with someone else. Now, you didn't expect me to say that, did you? Nor, probably, did you expect me to find that actually amusing. But not for the reason that you think. I find it amusing because here we are, 21st century, we think we're going to be really cutting edge with our humor, and actually we're repeating something which is literally 2,000 years old. That joke was around for Jesus. In fact, we know that it was around for Jesus because it's written down in one of his life accounts. He was speaking to some of the, the kind of spiritual elite, the kind of snobby, self-righteous spiritual elite. And he said to them, you're doing the works of your father. And they sneered and they said, we are not illegitimate children. Exactly the same gag 2,000 years ago. Why is that relevant? Because that idea and the massive confrontation that the message of Christmas brings us is right at the heart of Christmas. Who is Jesus? It's right there, right up front. I think Christmas and the life of one man speaks more powerfully about courage, about world-changing humility. You don't actually hear those two or three things together, do you? Courage, world-changing, humility. But I'm going to talk about one of the most well-known characters in the Bible. In fact, if you talk, about people, talk to people about the Bible, ask them to name some of the people, I think you're probably going to get Jesus most of the time if they've got any idea what the Bible is all about. And then, who's next? Well, probably Mary and Joseph. Probably because we see Mary and Joseph at every nativity play, every year. We know Mary and Joseph are in there. The fascinating thing about Joseph is he's recorded in the Bible, and he doesn't say a single thing in the Bible. Nothing is recorded of anything that Joseph says. But I would argue that he displays courageous, world-changing humility. He's the most, one of the most well-known. He doesn't speak a word, but his actions speak louder than words. Let's dig into the life of Joseph through this text that we were looking at. I'm going to read the verse 18 and 19 from Matthew chapter 1. It's one of those really well-known Christmas readings. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. 
That is astounding courage. Astounding courage. He finds out that the woman that he's betrothed to be married to, in that, in that world, betrothed was bigger than engaged. Way bigger. It was kind of like a pre-commitment to marriage. And it lasted for a while, and then there's this ceremony. But effectively, you're married at betrothed, and then you finally get married at married, if that makes sense. And he finds out during that time that Mary is pregnant. What does he do with that? First thing he could do is he could claim his rights under the law of the land. And in that day and in that age, Mary, according to the law, which he wanted to be faithful to, could have been stoned. That's the reality that Joseph faced. That's the life that he lived And that was the moment that he was thrown into when he found that Mary, his wife, was expecting a baby. Where's the courage then? The courage comes in the final few lines. But he did not want to expose her to public disgrace, so he had in mind to divorce her quietly. You see, I think what Joseph uh, displays at that moment in time is what I would describe as self-sacrificing courage. I am more prepared to bear the pain myself for the sake of somebody that I love. That is massive courage. And in an age where we live where our reputation is more important than anybody else we love, the words of Joseph are massive. I am prepared to sacrifice myself, sacrifice my reputation, so that you, Mary, who I love, don't get stoned. That's courage. See, Christmas, the Christmas story isn't all cutesy, is it? The Christmas story is a confrontation. The next thing, having seen courage, we then see humility. Look at verse 20, 21. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give his name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. From courage we now need move to humility. We already know that Joseph is somebody who is not going to bottle it because he's prepared to do, and what he is going to do, self-sacrifice, public humiliation, but courageous public humiliation. But he realizes that when he is confronted with a message from outside of this world, he reflects and says that if God is speaking to me, then that is the one being in the whole of the cosmos who I will humble myself to. That's massive. Who will you, who will I, humble myself to? I was really interested that Jesse didn't say he was scared of spiders. 
What are we scared of? What are we scared of? We're more scared, generally, of our reputation being shattered. We won't humble ourselves to anybody. But the message of Christmas breaks into our world and says, if this Jesus is who he claims to be, then there is a being who is greater than you or I. And that reflects on our decision to say, do we humble ourselves before that being? And that's what Joseph was uh, confronted with. So from courage, we move to astounding humility. He realizes that his personal status is not crushed by a greater God, but rather humbling himself before that God is his place of peace. That's the message of Christmas. To humble ourselves before a God who is greater than us does not crush us, it brings us peace. So why have I added world changing into that? Verse 22 to 24. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through his prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Jesus woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. World-changing because Joseph acts in a way which continues the journey of the story of the Bible and ushers into our experience, ushers into our awareness, the character Jesus of Nazareth. If If Joseph had not been courageous and not had Mary stoned, if Joseph had not been humble and taken Mary to be his wife, Mary would have been either dead or a hidden, non-entity, Jewish girl who is bringing up an illegitimate child. But what Joseph does is world-changing because he ushers into our consciousness Jesus of Nazareth. There's only one other thing that Joseph does, and I think it's equally courageous. He rescues his little family from the tyranny of Herod and takes them to Egypt. That's all he does. That is all we know about Joseph. But what Joseph brings to us, I think, firstly, he confronts us with a kind of courage which is countercultural to our existence. And yet, at the same time, when we see self-sacrificing courage, we somehow love it. We see it in sport all the time. Real self-sacrifice is the greatest success, isn't it, in a team game? But he transforms the world with his self-sacrifice. He heard God, he believed God, and he acted on what God said. That's all he did. And he stands in history as one of the best-known characters in the whole of the world who we haven't had recorded a single thing that he said. But what he did bring 
is Jesus, who displayed a greater courage, who actually displayed a greater self-sacrifice, and who displayed a greater world-changing moment. You see, in a strange way, I don't quite embrace that Christmas card that we talked about at the beginning. But what I do love is that it brings us, confronts us, right up front with a simple question. Is Jesus who he claimed to be? Because you see, the virgin birth is the only genius way in which God is able to enter into this world as fully human and yet fully God. That's what I believe. And it has changed the world. And the reality is the Christmas message is not just a cutesy little moment. It is a confronting moment for us to address that question. Do I believe that? Because if I believe that, it is world-changing on an individual level.